0: Guys, welcome back to Needles, Hooks, and Dirty Looks Podcast. I'm Brittany. I'm Sarah. And this is episode 30. So long, Summer. Welcome back to school. Yes.
1: Oh my gosh. You know, (laughs) I feel like parents everywhere are singing praises.
0: See, I know. I think the same. Like, well, I think most parents maybe are like rejoicing. But then I also think back to school brings a lot of chaos to everyone. Because, For a lot of kids, back-to-school also means back-to-band, sports, clubs, extracurricular activities, and chaos. Like,
1: ugh.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I'm glad my kids are involved in stuff, but then as soon as I sign them up, like, my social anxiety is like, oh, why did I do this?
1: (laughs) What was I thinking? Yeah. Yeah. I... I like that Lucas has something to do now. And so i like, I'm bored. <laughs> like, yes. I oh just, my gosh. I would me, be like, eat 32 a snacks
0: a day. Right. <laughs> That's what I always have to tell Remy. Like You are not hungry. You are bored. Let's find something to do. Because she will be done with a snack. To ask if she could just maybe have another snack. Or I don't know. Actually, uh, a little bit off subject here. But I have to tell you this before I forget. Your niece, Remington. Yeah. We just had an episode right before uh, I got ready to record here. Mm. Dude, I'm dying. So she has like an old phone that she plays with. It's like just on our Wi-Fi. It doesn't have any like actual phone service. Yeah. Um. She's got YouTube kids, and, like a bunch of like, I don't know, My Little Pony and different things, whatever. So she's like, hey, um, can you do something for me? And I'm like, yeah, okay, what? She says, bring up a picture of the beach on your phone. it has to be a flat picture and I'm like okay (laughs) I'm not sure where we're heading so I bring it up and she's like perfect okay let me see your phone and she like lays it down on her leg in front of her takes her phone turns on the camera zooms up the picture of the beach real close so that you can't tell it's a phone picture Mm -hmm. takes her index and middle finger of her left hand and bends them kind of like not together kind of a little bit lopsided yeah puts them over top of the beach picture and then starts moving her camera down so that it looks like as if she were taking a picture from her beach chair on this beach and those were her legs (laughs) and I was like no ma'am what are you doing It's <laughs> she's like come on it's really funny and like no absolutely not you're not doing that and she's like why it's funny but like day one of school and now we're using our fingers to make fake selfie legs at the age of eight <laughs> like what in the actual I mean I just I just couldn't even let's be honest I would have never even been clever enough to think of something like that in the yeah. first place but i don't kids these days i don't know so i thought you were gonna say like she was
1: gonna tell one of her friends that she was at the beach or something dude if i would have let her do the picture
0: she probably would have been like beach day (laughs) because she's been on this kick lately of eating um what she likes to call sushi it's actually a deli turkey and ham rolled up with like cheese and cream cheese whatever Mm -hmm. uh and then i put little toothpicks in it and cut it and she calls she calls it sushi which you know whatever i don't care except for one day i caught her at the table taking a selfie with it and then she put like and again i don't even know how to do this but she put the like the black line across the middle of the picture and then like dubbed it sushi night Uh, (laughs) and i was like what and then she sent it to one of her little friends on kids messenger i'm like you're off the hook kid you just turned eight
1: man i know these kids i mean (laughs)
0: And then I, I want to be grew like, and how
1: technology? So it's how do you put that
0: nature. black line on that picture?
1: <laughs> right, it's second nature to them, but to me, I'm like, I will have this iPhone six until it no longer <laughs> works.
0: <laughs> oh man, yeah, I, I just can't. I will say, I'm really glad. So we'll talk about what school looks like for us this year, because even for you and I, um, our schools are starting out a little bit different. Yeah. So last year. We were 100% um, virtual all of last year. Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, if you've been listening at all for the last, this is week 30 here, you probably got some good episodes in of me complaining about it because, you know, working from home and homeschooling is really tough. So, this year we are, I'm knocking on wood as I speak, uh, in person back to school. I don't know how long that's going to last, though, if I'm being 100% real. Yeah. Not even by my choice. I feel like it's just going to be like, Randy Jackson, it's a no, dog. We tried (laughs) the school thing, and it's not going to work out. Yeah. I mean, I hate to say that because, like, the kids love it. But, I mean, our school had a really good virtual program, too, last year. So, if it comes to that, like, that's cool, too. But Lucas is doing something new this year. And I'm excited for him because, like, it's fun to see and hear about him being excited about school
1: he is yeah school has never come easy for him ever um he is very much a class clown very much uh needs to be center of attention more concerned about what everyone else in class is doing besides his own learning and also has the desire to police the class a lot too like well so and so blah 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 like, okay, but that has nothing to do with you, so go ahead and mind your own business. (laughs)
0: Uh, (laughs) That's both of my kids all the time.
1: Yeah, so last year, he also did the virtual learning, but I know your kids went, like, all their classes were live. Um, Well, Lucas's school was not that way. Theirs was more of, like, an independent learning thing, like, here's your coursework for the week. Make sure it's turned in by Friday. They didn't care if you did it at 8 a.m 2 a.m midnight it didn't make any difference just have it in by Friday so that's crazy yeah and that structure didn't really work for him it did to an extent but it also there wasn't any accountability uh as far as when he had to have things turned in and he would lose track of what needed to be turned in when So then I would get emails from the teacher that was like, hey, Lucas hasn't logged into English for five days. Oh, no. (laughs) So, I mean, it was just, I felt like they put a lot of responsibility on kids to do what they were supposed to do without any kind of structure. And I agree. They're not little adults, you know.
0: Last year, that's what I explained to Gatlin because he was virtual last year. So Gatlin and Remingtons were different last year because... So he was in fifth grade, so not, you know, it wasn't, I think, I don't know, maybe the middle school was like that, I don't know, but he was only in fifth grade, so he wasn't there yet, but for them, they had to log on by, like, their normal tardy bell time, or they were tardy, and they were on all day. They got to log Mm -hmm. off for lunch, or sometimes the teacher would give them, like, 10 or 15 minutes to finish up work independently, but otherwise it was all day. Now, Remy, hers was, like... Two live meets a day, one in the morning, one in the afternoon, for like 15, 20 minutes each. And then the rest of hers was all independent. And she always wanted to negotiate like, (laughs) okay, mommy, what if I don't do my Alexia today for 15 minutes and tomorrow, instead of doing 30 minutes, I can do 25 minutes and then I can make up the other time the next day. And I'm like, no, absolutely not. But she always wanted to like, bargain with you as to what and when she was going to do her school work now I will say like I'm really proud of the kids I mean they did virtual last year and that was a whole change for everyone and they kind of rocked it like I explained to Gatlin like dude this is kind of like what it would be like taking online college courses because it's up to you Mm -hmm. to get on it's up to you to do this work like your teacher can't do it I can't do it it's it's on you man but I just feel like for them I don't know I I hope it works out that they get to stay in school. But again, I am not holding my breath right now.
1: Well, and that's another reason why we opted to go the virtual route this year as well. And um, so our local school district is not doing the virtual learning this year, at least as of the moment. Right. And ours um, isn't either, which stinks
0: because why yeah. take that offering away? But whatever. Right.
1: So we are going through a separate company, if you will. I, guess. I mean, it's still considered a charter school through Ohio. So like, it's still like free for him to go to, but they have actual structure classes from 8 AM to three thirty. He has to be in his individual classes for live instruction. They break out in little groups. They, you know, do their whatever. So it's all essentially like he is in class, but not in a brick and mortar classroom which I like and today was his first official class day um which I'm really glad that I made him log in today just to make sure because as of yesterday they said no we're not going to have any actual uh classes begin until Wednesday well so then today I got an invitation from his homeroom teacher inviting him to homeroom on their webinar and I was like okay I need to log in real quick." And See what this is about, nope, sure enough. So, I don't know if they decided like the kids who actually did do the orientation were they now have the green light to do class because it was they weren't doing um the classes to oh my god, I am I'm about to crack up. There's a squirrel right here that's essentially like laughing at the neighbor's cat that's sitting at the bottom of my tree, uh, stalking it, uh, <laughs> just I cracking love it. it. It's like. Um anyway, but he um uh had he did the orientation like he was supposed to, but from my understanding there's a lot of kids that did not do the orientation. Oh. So they were having like a second orientation for the other kids to catch up which I still don't quite understand because they gave three-time offerings on the original orientation days. So, I'm like,
0: so, like, how did you miss I that?
1: Right. Right. Like, none of those times. Get were your
0: life late. together, parents. It was,
1: like, 8 a.m., 2 p.m., and, like, 6 p.m. Oh, my gosh. was what you. Could... So, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not in their shoes, so I guess I can't judge. Maybe they really couldn't get on. But then you're not really setting yourself up for a good school year because, like, you already made the decision prior to when you enrolled your kid that they are going to be going to school during those times you know, during right. the day, so get it together, I guess. But so I don't know, but he got it all worked out today and he's really excited about it. And, um, so I think it's going to be good. And that was another one of my fears too, was that he was going to go back to school. They were going to give it a week or two, maybe a month and start shutting down the schools again, because now like you're getting in the cold season, flu season, strep season, uh, RSV, you know? Yes. I mean? so, right. I mean, there's just too many what ifs and he is not structured enough to where I, well, I shouldn't say he's very routine oriented. If you mess with his routine, you might as well just call it a loss for the next couple of weeks until he gets used to a different one. So that was my fear was they were going to send everybody home and he was not going to, um, be able to jump back into the online situation like we might as well just just let him continue them run that risk this year and Lucas also does not know personal space very well and I felt like <laughs> too, if they were going to be like everybody has to stay six feet apart or whatever he was he was going to have a really hard time with that because he likes to be next to his friends and show them things on his phone and watch YouTube videos and listen to music and that kind of stuff and like having to do that from six feet away was just gonna be a no-go
0: yeah I feel yeah I don't know so okay that presents an interesting uh twist for you this year because we were talking about different teacher gifts that you could crochet or I could knit or anybody Mm -hmm. can crochet or knit just different things I don't know I was looking up you know I get lost in ravelry and building my queue of stuff that I will probably never make. Um, but I was looking like okay, so everybody was really big on making those little pumpkins, right? I found some cute little apples. And then I got I'm to thinking, obviously that's pretty cliché for a teacher, but oh. I could probably come up with a pretty simple like pencil or apple or
1: uh, a blanket that honestly like It's super cute and would probably be ridiculously easy to make. I say that because I haven't made one, but I mean, as far (laughs) as the stitches and things go and the color changes, like it would be probably super easy. But they made the blanket out to look like a sheet of notebook paper and then made a matching pencil pillow to go with it. Oh, my gosh. Now, I don't like any of Lucas's teachers enough to spend my time to make something like that. I mean maybe if you know a teacher that you're friends with <laughs> or something, you know.
0: I do actually uh shout out to our chair director. We'll see if she listens or not. Cause we always joke. She's like, I just don't understand about how you do a podcast about like knitting and crocheting. Um, but shout out to her, she is is a fourth grade teacher. Um, and that would be really cool. I'll have to try to, I don't know, work something out because that would be really neat. Um, and actually, so we'll get back to teacher gifts in just a minute, but real quick shout out to Australia. I know last week we gave you our dirty look of the week, not you personally, Australia. But maybe some leaders in your country just throwing around some silliness as we discussed. Mm -hmm. But kind of ironic that I literally was like, I don't even know if anybody in Australia will hear this because (laughs) we don't even have any listeners there. And then I was like, Oh my god, we have listeners in Australia. So shout out Australia. We see you. Thank you for listening. (laughs) And I hope that I did not offend you because I just thought it was a silly rule, and I know you didn't make it a <laughs> rule, folks, So
1: One of our other listeners probably caught up one of their friends in Australia and said, listen, this podcast is talking some shit about. Yeah, <laughs> dude, they're talking country. smack.
0: Give it a listen. Right. Uh, either way, we appreciate your support, whether you're listening <laughs> for spite or not. Um, I wanted to throw that out really quickly. And also, because I'm just completely all over the place here, as our listeners should expect by now, dirty look of the week straight up going to mother nature because there's a couple things working first of all number one we are praying for the people in the waverly tennessee dixon tennessee only tennessee hurricane mills areas because first of all that's my jam tennessee is my heart and i'm just happen to be trapped in ohio so the devastation that those folks are going through right now is pretty awful if I don't know anybody listening wants to donate somehow to them I don't know I'm sure you probably get hit up the Red Cross or somebody will tell you where to donate if you look on Facebook
1: right but
0: they've really had it bad and also Haiti like come on dude another earthquake for them yeah like I I know that we are not really in a position of questioning things of a greater authority uh but sometimes it really raises an eyebrow to say what the H is happening. Um, So, we're praying for all you folks. But Mother Nature, I'm going to need you to calm it down. Because aside from all of that, which truly is devastating, I'm going to now sound like my hashtag first world problems. Dude, it is hot as all get out here in Ohio. Like, I thought I was going to have a heat stroke last night at cheerleading practice. And... We've discussed it. If you've looked at our page or any of our social, like, I'm not not a super small person here by any means. um, But I get out there and I do everything that I ask these cheerleaders to do. But yesterday it happened to be, like, 95 with a heat index of 100 million in hell. I don't know. (laughs) Um, There is not a speck of shade anywhere in the general acre that we have to practice. And it was horrid. So I tried to end practice early. I gave a shout out to all of my parents a little earlier in the day. You know, hey, it's really hot. We're only going to do an hour tonight. Okay, cool. One of my girls, somehow the mom missed the message. So either way, we got to hang out in the heat. And I literally got to the point where I was like having shivery cold chills standing (laughs) outside like, man, I got to sit down because if all 275 pounds of me comes toppling over, I'm going to terrify these kids. Like, <laughs> uh, it was terrible. Absolutely terrible. And I kept thinking like, okay, all the other cheerleaders are gone. So at least they wouldn't see it. But this one and Remy are here and that would probably scare them. But then there's four football teams that practice grades three through six. But also that's the high school and middle school. So like there's marching band people, there's football people and, Like, a slew of people there. And I just thought, you know, damn it, they're going to call the squad if this happens. Like, this is so bad. So, like, the terrible adult that I am, I tried to convince this little girl to sit in the car with us in the air conditioning. And I want to give a shout out to her mom, who probably raised her pretty well and was like, yeah, don't ever get in the car with anybody. Because when I said it, she almost rolled her eyes and was like, yeah, no, I'm good out here. Thanks. (laughs) And I was yeah. like, oh, okay, cool. We'll sit out yeah. here with you then. And I was like, God, please just get in the car. It's so hot.
1: I I have had to, <laughs> I've had to reel myself back in before because when I would take Ethan to school and drop him off in the morning back when we were working at the office and he was, I mean, he's been graduated for two years now anyway, so a while ago, but um, I would drop him off at the high school in the morning before I'd go to work. Well, there was always this, kid um who also went to the high school who was never dressed appropriately for the weather walking down the sidewalk um to the school and it was not a short walk and it's it cold here in the wintertime and it's even if there's not snow on the ground, like you can almost bet there's ice. And um so I always asked Ethan, I'm like, how well do you know him? Like, can I pull up and ask him to get in the car without him running and stranger danger one and i mean i know he was like you know 16 17 year old kid probably and he's like i don't know him that well and i'm like well could you get to know him so that maybe i could, could you make it a point right or you know whatever but yeah no this kid was never dressed appropriately for the weather walking to school I every hate day that. um yeah. no socks on Nothing. It drives
0: me nuts. It actually, like, I have, and I have a hard time keeping my mouth shut about it. Also, like, not because I want to be a bitch, but because I can't handle seeing little kids like, you should have a coat on.
1: And here's my adults out here
0: have a coat on.
1: And I am going to sound like a bitch about it. So hear me out for a minute. Get on the box. There are too many services and resources and help available. To I, ca- I cannot have it. And here's the thing. For our listeners outside of the U.S., that things may or probably be different in your country. But for our U.S. listeners, there are way too many organizations, churches, businesses, friends, family, whoever for you to reach out to if you are struggling to get your kid some damn socks. And... I will put it out there. If you need socks or something, shoot us an email, and I will seriously find your resource um, for you.
0: <laughs> I know we always plug our social at the end here, but on a serious note, your kid needs socks or shoes or something basic like that, and you know we have the means to help. We'll do that. So uh, about all the before, way
1: out, and and not to, I don't want this to be taken the wrong way, and like I am some Mother Teresa because I am not doing that at all. But I will say. That the amount of kids that I see walking to school and on school buses and standing at school bus stops without freaking adequate gloves made me make that blanket last year that I yep. sold for gloves. And I got the school, it was, I don't know, almost 300 pairs of gloves.
0: Right. And
1: dropped those off at the, um, what is that? The school school board office? Yeah, like um, the central
0: office or whatever.
1: Yeah. And they said they would give them to... I got little kid sizes and adult sizes because Lucas, you know, he's 14, but he's bigger than me. Like, he's the size of an adult. But I right. um, got a bunch of boxes of those, dropped them off at the school board. They doled them out to the school counselors they said that the school counselors would know which kids needed them the most there's the thing too like i also know the kids are irresponsible and they leave those things on the school bus or they leave them on the playground or they accidentally throw them away or whatever that's fine but address the situation and let's move on like i as a mother am tired of seeing kids that do not belong to me without appropriate winter gear and i feel like we are coming up on winter school has just started i don't want to see it It'll <laughs> right it'll be year. here
0: before we know it i mean find us i mean seriously if you need to reach out to us you can at needles do on insta and facebook and spud all the way out needles hooks and dirty looks at yeah. gmail.com
1: i'm not but, judging anybody that needs help i'm judging the people who need help and are not asking for it no because oh, i will
0: tell everybody like we've discussed this pretty plain out yeah. This podcast is super fun and it means a lot to us in our hearts. We make zero dollars on this podcast. Like I feel right. like a lot of people think like, oh, this is it your <laughs> podcast <host?" laughs> Yeah, no, I assure you, yeah. <laughs> we still work fifty hours a week at I'm our sure regular you. jobs because right. that's how we get by and live our lives. But mm-hmm. I know that both of our situations coming up, you know, we've worked hard, but we've also struggled hard. And right. I get everybody gets in a situation so you know if there's any means to help like i'm really big locally in our community dude i love passing stuff on if my kids have outgrown it i'm you know if it's like like a 80 dollar pair of cleats i might put them on facebook marketplace for like 20 bucks just because sometimes it's a hard pill for me to swallow how fast these kids grow like Remy last year baseball she had the same cleats for like two weeks and then they didn't fit Anymore right. um, but for the most part I try to pass stuff on because I feel Like I was always really grateful When my kids were younger and somebody be like oh Hey here's this bag of clothes it's all pretty New whatever yes That is a score so
1: like, <laughs> I mean I know it works <laughs> Well yeah and all Of us I feel like
0: Moms in the office at work that have been There for a while yeah. all of our Kids have grown up yeah, I mean, Rachel has handed me stuff down. You have handed me stuff down. You know, Katie used to hand stuff to Rachel. And, like, I, I mean, all of us, I would give stuff to Bridget or Lindsay and Lindsay gave stuff to me for Remy. And, like, it's legit a train that we've had going at work for quite some time that's also got all of our kids by. So, I mean, I am all about a hand-me-down or a hand-me-over or a pass-along, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um but I don't know. So, yeah. No no judgment here. Like, we're, no, we're super normal people. That's what I guess. Right.
1: I just would like our listeners
0: to know, like, we are not anything fancy. I feel like it fancy. should be said,
1: and not that I've said it before, but I was a single teenage mom, too. So, you know, you can, you can come up from that. And if you need help, ask for it. I have a problem when people need help and they don't ask for it because you can't get help that people don't know that you need. So
0: Right. And I would really like to think I'm psychic. Like, my mom had some weird, I won't say weird, that's probably not the right term, but like some unique, dude, she had some weird dreams and some things that came true and some just odd things like that. Not a bone in my body did I inherit of that because <laughs> I am always floored when stuff happens. Like, what? No way. I didn't even I had no idea. Like, I, and maybe I'm just horribly out of the loop with everyone else. I guess that could be it, too. Um, I never see stuff coming. So, I don't know. I just, you know, in life, everything happens for a reason. I'm a firm, firm, firm believer in that.
1: Mm-hmm. And I feel
0: like, like you said, you know, you, teen mom, here you are. I mean, you know, we, I don't know. I feel like everybody in the world... If you're not in the U.S., it's not that we don't want to help you. If we can find a way to do that, we totally will, too. Or, yeah, I mean, if we're being totally honest, if anybody just wanted to, like, send us an email saying hello, that would literally make our lifetime because we <laughs> love interacting with our listeners. And uh, we do have some listeners that follow us on Facebook, which is really fun, and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I'm an Instagramma here because... <laughs> I just don't know. I try so hard to be hip and I can't. I can't love Instagram. I, I just can't yeah, do it.
1: Yeah. I I have a love-hate relationship with Instagram. I feel like I should be allowed, okay, for instance, with the link. I feel like I should be allowed to post our episode link in the description of the post. It doesn't let you put links. So, maybe we, we need recommend.
0: more followers because I think that's like a thing. If you get a certain amount, then it lets you do stuff like that. So, oh. if you're listening and you have an Instagram or you have friends that have an Instagram, I mean, it'd be really nice if they listen too. But even if they don't and they just follow us on social media, that'd be really fun for us. Yeah. Um, get us to where we can share a link. It'll be easier. You can just click it, it'll be easier for
1: you too. Yeah, I have um, the link to the actual podcast. On like the home screen, yes, will, but it doesn't uh, let you put it like posted <laughs> or whatever. Sort of, like on the home screen profile, because like we, just, I know we just don't know. Did you we... click that there share button? <laughs> but I'm on the <laughs> www's. <laughs> oh my gosh,
0: Pap calls it a dot <laughs> Well, it said if you go to walmart.com and that they had those fans on sale. He calls it a dot <laughs> I love it.
1: My goodness, but that's, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's crazy weird. though. We
0: are, um, you know, just talking about Pap which again is horribly off subject, but it's what we do best. Um, he's turning 86 very soon, and we are having a sock hop 50s themed, uh, birthday party for him, which I am yes. super excited about. Bought my dress two days ago. Did you? I did. Oh my gosh, send me a picture. Okay. I haven't decided on what I'm wearing yet. Like, I don't know if I want to go... Okay, well, I think I've said so. I want to go full-on Sandy and the white lace dress that they go to the dance in mm-hmm. and have Jeff wear, like, the you Zuko. It'd be super cheap to find a suit at the thrift store, just leave a couple buttons undone at the top, and flip his collar out big. You know what I mean, like... Yeah. I'm not sure he's on board with that, though, because here's the thing. So, <sighs> I don't know. I don't know that I've thought this all through. So, we're trying to make this a surprise. And normally we go to the Mexican restaurant for birthdays. It's what we love to do. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of using you as a lie. Sorry about that. I guess I should have asked. <laughs> it's okay. But Jeff is going to meet Pap here and tell Pap just him and Pap are driving down to Chillicothe. Because you already came and picked up me and the kids. And the kids wanted to ride with you. So that's why we're not here. Okay, And then he's just gonna go like they're going to Chillicothe because he would go right up you know 41 there right? to get on 35 except for he's gonna go to the party spot instead and surprise there we are but I can't have Jeff in a costume because he's gonna be like what are you wearing that suit John Travolta staying alive for the Mexican <laughs> restaurant like <sighs> I don't know so I don't know what to do I also thought like poodle skirt would be fun and i don't know here's me though this is why i this is why we're gonna dress in costume if they ever bring us back to the office full-time and Mm -hmm. i'm dead serious because i need an excuse to like victory row hair and have a fun i don't know like a rockabilly or whatever like vintage 50s-ish style dress i don't know if i want to go full-on oh my gosh i cannot wait to see it
1: it's um I mean it's appropriate like there were some rockabilly dresses on there that i was like yeah that's not appropriate for an 86 year old's birthday party but it's like it's a it's t-shirt length. the sleeves are okay and it's red with white polka dots okay cute and i'm probably gonna wear myself some like black shoes not anything with like too big of a heel on it because i am gonna be out there dancing Um, oh my gosh i can't wait and yeah that's it um and then i'm gonna i don't know I want to do my hair. I might might put it in rollers, but I might just pin it up.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to depend for me on the weather because I know that like once I get to like dancing that it doesn't matter what my hair is doing, it's probably getting pulled up anyway. I'll be hot. Yeah. But we were talking about Pap and his birthday and you know, technology and just I can't even imagine, you know, 86 years and what all change he has mm-hmm. had to experience. Like, it's crazy yeah. to me. Um, we were talking, our DJ, who also, shout out, is our amazing friend, uh, DJ Polsky.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, He was asking, which I, I just love. You can tell he's really good at what he does and has been doing it a long time. Because I think of things like, I said, let's do a 30s theme. Because that's the era Pap was born in. And yeah. he recommended... Well, that's, what about a 50s theme? Because, you know, his dad of the same age who has passed, um, God rest his soul, uh, loved the 50s music because that was like his, you know, teens and 20s, if you will. So right. that's how we landed on that. But the other day he brought up you know, let's think of old TV show theme songs, too, of that same era. You know, Oh, like that would be fun. Or, I'm like, oh my gosh, I love you. This is such a good idea. But, yeah. yeah, we were just talking about, you know, even the music through the times of what's all changed. So, I don't know. I'm really going to start doing some looking because it's just a few weeks away.
1: But I've got to figure
0: out my outfit.
1: My 86th birthday, the DJ better be playing some Christina Aguilera, some Third Eye Oh my blind. gosh, I'm a genie <laughs> in a bottle. <laughs> let's do it. I can't wait Uh, I'm a Barbie girl
0: (laughs) I just hope I'm still alive because I will absolutely handle it (laughs) hashtag Um, goals
1: yeah (laughs) um I don't know. I used to think that like my goal was I wanted to be a hundred, but I just am not so sure about that anymore these days now. Here's I'm like, the thing. I just want to live long enough to not be a burden on anybody and that's it. <laughs> I would like to live to be a hundred if
0: I was also really wealthy because there's a difference. Yeah. Like, let me just tell you, I've been working since I was thirteen and I'm 37. And I can assure you, I won't see a dime of that social security. So yep, I feel like whether you're living on that type of income or like you have some sort of wealth established would make mm-hmm. all the difference in how those golden years turn. Because for me, like, I don't know where I saw it, probably somewhere on Facebook, because we all know I don't look at any other social media. Um, but it was talking about this old lady and how she priced out like what it would cost to stay at a hotel versus what it would cost to live in like a senior living type center. Or what it would cost to continuously cruise.
1: Yes, I've seen her. Dude, she cruised. I'm like, this is my... She's lived on a cruise ship, what did it say, like four years or something? Life goal. All
0: the staff would know her. All your food is there. You're taken care of. You get to tour the world.
1: Until you're in a situation, though, like COVID, and they're like, we're shutting down on the cruise ships, and now you're 80 and homeless. Uh,
0: Yeah, okay. So that part would be sucky, but... I mean, for the four years that she's been out there still, though, I would say worth it. Yeah. And, you know, she had to probably by that point, like, have a swanky room with a balcony and, like.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I would like cool, they like... drop me off in Aruba.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, even if they're, like, it's you know, we've got to quarantine everybody in your room, I'd be like, all right, what's up? Bring my food to my door. I'll live here on my balcony. Thanks. Yeah. Um, it would have been a bit claustrophobic. The cruise that we took, we had an interior cabin hmm Which, something that was really cool, although there were no windows, which was a bit different to get used to, um, they had, like, the TV that was in the room mounted up in the corner. You could turn it on, front of the boat, back of the boat, see if the sun was shining, see exactly what it looked like outside. Like, huh. so that was pretty neat and made you feel like you had a window, I guess. Um,
1: and probably not like you were so claustrophobic.
0: Yes. Now, mm-hmm. I will say, the they... Do not spare square inches per room. Oh, I bet. Um, Our room for the four of us, me, Jeff, and the kids, had what they dubbed a double bed, but it was honestly like two twins kind of shoved together um, oh. that would kind of move apart in the night, and then you'd get like this weird gap in the middle. But anyhow, <laughs> and then there was a fold-down bed over top of us, so like if we were laying... In the bed with our heads at the headboard, over top of our head was like a fold-down horizontal across bunk.
1: Oh. Uh
0: Uh-huh. And then across from that on the other wall was another horizontal drop-down bunk like that. Well, here's the deal. That's crazy. You know (laughs) that I am a psycho. Yeah. And Gatlin, the only time he has ever slept in an upper bunk, totally bit the dust at Great Wolf Lodge at about two in the morning one time. And it was just the sound that, like the second I heard it, I knew exactly what had just happened. Yeah. And I couldn't even get up fast enough to move before it was just like the wailing, crying, you know what I mean? It was terrible. So, I'm like, yeah, first of all, my kids also aren't very small, so like, I don't trust this upper bunk that's above my head, held on by this chain, for my 130-pound kid to lay up in. I mean, I'd be afraid to go to sleep, like if that thing crashed man. we would probably die of head trauma.
1: Yeah. Um, so what? Lucas is afraid doing... of heights. I would, even to this day, he would never get in a bunk.
0: Yeah. No. So what we ended up doing is putting Remington, which she was, you know, five at the time. She was a little bit smaller in between us and the bed. But if you recall, it was kind of just an awkward space that she slept in because the right. beds kept separating out. Yeah. And then Gatlin, we took down the other, like the bunk mattress and actually put it on the floor under where that bunk was. So he still had like a double mattress. But it was on the floor. So he couldn't roll off and go anywhere. But then the room was really cramped. And I mean. Oh man. It was crazy. But I would love to cruise again. But I wholeheartedly. Next time. Want a room with a balcony. Like it's it's on the list. Room with a balcony. Yeah,
1: That'd be fun.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what I could nip that would be cruise worthy because they're so weird about what you're allowed to take like you can mm-hmm. take a 12 pack of pop but it cannot be opened. they inspect it you mm-hmm. can take so much alcohol on the boat like we were allowed to take our bottles of wine on the boat and then you can buy certain things on the boat and like at certain times I think maybe there's no taxes or I don't know it's weird oh um,
1: probably because you're in what international waters or something maybe? yeah I
0: think so Um, which there was a casino on the boat for us, but the hardest thing was flying. Like if we ever cruise again, I feel like whoever else goes, everybody else go for the flight. Jeff and I will drive down all the luggage because here's the thing. Going was hard enough to pack the suitcases and keep them under the weight limit. Yeah. Coming back was horrid. We had to stop at the Walmart in Pompano Beach. Mm -hmm. And we didn't think about the fact that it was... Thanksgiving night when Walmart had opened for oh, a Black Friday deal. No. Dude, we go to Walmart and I mean we literally just got off the cruise so like it just wasn't registering to us what right. everything was and we're like, why are there cops everywhere? Like what town <laughs> are we in? There are cops everywhere at this Walmart and there's like, I mean if you could imagine like reverse zombies. Nobody was flocking into Walmart. Everybody was flocking out and everybody had a freaking LCD TV. <laughs> Everyone had a TV of different sizes like Oprah must oh, have been in no. there. Um And all Jeff needed was a fish scale because he was like, look, I'm going to go buy a fish scale. It's like $5. It's got a hook. We're just going to hang the suitcase on it and see how much it weighs. It goes up to like 50 pounds and that was the max. Mm -hmm. Dude, we put the first suitcase on there and about broke the scale. (laughs) So we had to bring my in-laws suitcases down, rip their suitcases open, weigh them, weigh ours and we're literally like okay you take this pair of jeans and give me two shirts like shuffling our stuff around to try to get these bags to weigh the right amount to be able to fly. Oh no. Because Allegiance who we flew with and like if it was a pound or two probably not a big deal but five pounds right? There, and like the baggage fees were crazy to do an extra bag so I mean it was it was crazy when we came home the way stuff was packed was off the hook But next time I would probably drive it down. (laughs) Yeah, literally off the hook. Oh my gosh. And I have super weak wrists. I cheered my whole life and clearly again, not a small person. I was not a flyer. I was a base. So, you know, wrist of lifting girls for years. But then also, I'm fairly certain I've got some carpal tunnel going on too because just typing my whole life in my career and now on top of it for fun uh, got it a little crazy. But I was, was holding that hook and my father-in-law went to drop like the suitcase on there for it to weigh it, but literally just like hung it on there and just psh, let go. And <laughs> I thought for sure, like, oh my god, he just broke my wrist. <laughs> We're it's at this like, hotel in Papano Beach and there's police everywhere and I've got a broken wrist. It was horrid. <laughs> and I'm sure my look on my face said it all, but he was like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, no, no, it's fine. I'm fine. It's fine. It <laughs> was so bad. It was so bad. Oh my gosh. But it was a super fun experience. For real, like, they do a lot of fun things on the ship. It's definitely, definitely a must-do once all this ridiculousness chills out at some point in the next decade or so. Yeah. Again, not something else I'm holding my breath for right now. Because I feel like just chaos is literally happening in the world. So we're just going to live in yarn land.
1: Right. And
0: keep talking about trivets. That's right. And just keep chugging along here because I don't know what else to do. Um, I'm really sorry to you listeners. My voice is kind of hoarse today. It's because we've had cheer practice in the 9,000 degree heat for, you know, the last week. And I'm just, it's been a while since I've been a cheerleader. So I keep trying to show these girls what's up. But honestly, I'm losing my voice over it because I keep being like, how is one of me louder than 19 of you? But then behind (laughs) the scenes. I'm not. Like, I'm totally losing my voice <laughs> from it, so. <laughs> it's terrible. Right?
1: And then you're gasping for air because you just screamed
0: and Oh, no, you should totally see. It's so bad. So, we do this, our halftime dance this year is to the Dance Monkey song. Um, I don't know if you know that song or not. Yeah. I feel like our listeners will. I will spare everyone my singing on that one because it would not be good. Um, But. We trained or I taught the girls to do this dance based on, like, eight counts. Like, you normally, you know, learn a dance. Right. Except for I get hella out of breath about halfway through this dance. And I'm like, one, two, three, four, seven, eight, one, two, four. Like, it's because I'm just trying to breathe in between there. And it's terrible. Um, so, yesterday, the other coach, the JV coaches, both of us practice our teams together. And so yesterday I brought the speaker so we could practice the dance. And she's like, man, my girls are having a hard time with me not counting it when I'm trying to do it. And I was like, all right, I got a good idea. You count it. I'll do it. <laughs> like I don't, I don't care to do it or count it. I just I'm not really good at doing both. Like I'm I'm again pretty out of shape for that. So, but I don't know. These girls just left because like I said, I get up there and do it. And it's super awkward because I'm in the front of all these girls. 19 yeah. of them and all, a lot of the parents sit there and watch but also a lot of the football parents are sitting in their cars and watching so here I am oh. up front just doing like dance for me, dance for me, shaking my butt doing the whole thing with the girls for the dance that they're doing and I'm like I'm so sorry parents like <laughs> I'm so sorry that you just get to see this five times in a row oh Oh, it's a good time for sure yeah oh man well um, I hope that wherever you're listening from you are staying cool and safe. And I don't know. Either embracing this back to school situation. Or having a shot for it. I'm not sure. A shot of alcohol I should specify. I guess, <laughs> I guess we can't throw that around anymore either. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, I, right. I meant a shot of liquor. Or something of the sort. You yeah. know, Chocolate syrup. Whatever gets you through the day. <laughs> right. uh, for me it could be espresso. Let's just say. <sighs> Starbucks has a new espresso drink. That I want to oh. try. It's espresso and like apple cider flavoring I don't know but I'm probably going to give it a go oh. um, but yeah get your shots ready folks whatever it is you need to get you through this school week we are a uh, couple days left to go we'll be to Friday before we know it yeah and uh, again hit us up if, if seriously if there is any way that we can try to I mean again we're not rich so don't hit us up for like your rent or anything like that <laughs> although we would love to help you it's a no we're sorry right. we're just we struggle paying our own rents no I'm just kidding um but for real hit us up. You can find us on social media, Facebook, Instagram at needles hooks, DL, or you can email us. We would love that. It is spelled all the way out. Needles hooks and dirty looks at gmail.com. Um, share it. We're going to post our thing. As soon as it goes live here, we would love to share with your friends. We reached our goal. We have not made it to the cheesecake factory yet, but it's in the lineup. So I don't know. Join us next week. See what we're up to. And, uh, Again, I don't know. We hope you had fun this week. Thanks for being here.
1: Yeah, thanks.
0: Bye. Bye.